This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Hawks get run out of the building by the Pacers and on Dominique's birthday. We'll talk about it right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And tonight, we had basketball in State Farm Arena. Well, we kind of had basketball. One team showed up. Another team never got out of their warm-ups. <laughs> the Pacers take care of the Hawks tonight in a game that was, man, it was it was a lot. And a lot, and I don't mean that in a good way. <laughs> the Pacers took care of business 126 to 108, and the game probably wasn't that close. <laughs> the game probably wasn't that close, but... Um, We'll talk about what we saw tonight. I'm not going to keep it long because um, the Hawks have a game tomorrow and it's, it's no time to cry over spilt milk. You got to get back on the horse and, and, and you got to ride again. But tonight was it was ugly. This was probably Trey Young's worst game of the season. Um, I think that he might have that he might have got dinged up a little bit, but I'll talk about that in just a minute. First things first, let me get rid of some of this housekeeping if you are just stumbling onto the show, welcome, welcome. I'm uh, glad you came here. I'm glad you're here. You know what I'm saying? We talk Atlanta Hawks basketball. This is a safe space, right? This is a place where you can come and, and get all your your your, uh, your venting out and whatever you feel. It's all good, man. It's all welcome. It's all love here. So uh, welcome into the podcast. We'd love for you to connect with us. So make sure that you connect with us on our on your social media, whatever um, socials you get down with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Um, connect with us on those platforms and make sure you subscribe to the podcast and drop us a five star rating. That would really help us out. And um, I think that's about it as far as the housekeeping. So, yeah, thanks for showing up. Um, so tonight uh, for the Hawks, Clint Capella was back in the starting lineup tonight. And you know what? This game really came down to a few things. I, 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 
it was ugly, man. Like the Pacers really just came out and they just seemed to be playing really fast. Like they came out just playing really fast. It just seemed like they just had it tonight. Like they just had it and the Hawks just never matched their energy. Never matched their energy. Um, the perimeter defense was horrible the whole night. The whole night. <laughs> um, they talked about the points. Uh, Quinn was just talking after the game, talking about the points at the basket and saying that, um, you know, he thought that he actually did an okay job in that first half as far as, like, getting back on defense and stuff. <sighs> but listen. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, the Pacers had. Let me let me. Where, where is that points in the paint? Let me see if I can find that. Um, I thought I had it pulled up. My apologies. Uh, the Pacers had a ton of points in the paint, and you just simply cannot do that. Seventy-six points. Seventy-six points in the paint. That is not an issue with rim protection. That is an issue of they're walking to wherever they want to get to in the paint. Like it is, it's just it's it's not good. I'm not gonna pontificate on that. It's not good. You know it's not good. I know it's not good. The players know it's not good. Coach knows it's not good. It's just a matter of somebody eventually doing something about it. Tonight, this is what it is. Like it. it and and I'll never say like they just mailed it in because I, I don't think that was the case. I just think that Indiana came in there and they were running. And here's the thing about Indiana, and they were without Ty, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, who is just having an, an All Star season without a doubt, leading the league in assists, just balling out of control. But when you can insert a guy like T.J. McConnell, who is a really good player, he's a really good player, six points, 14 assists tonight. It's wild that T.J. McConnell was the best point guard on the floor tonight. It's wild to say that. It's wild to say T.J. McConnell was the best point guard on the floor tonight, and he didn't even start. 14 assists, and, uh, I mean, he, he... the Pacers have a system in place that works for them. Yes, Tyrese Halliburton is an all-star. But to run that offense as efficiently as they ran it tonight, like, they're a good team. Like, they're a good team. Like, kudos to their coach. Kudos to Rick Carlisle. Kudos to, dare I say it, dare I say it, <laughs> Lloyd Pierce, you know what I'm saying? He's one of the assistants. You got to give him some love, you know what I'm saying? But mainly, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of saying that in jest, but um, Coach Kyle Lauer and his, his whole staff, you know, like kudos to what they've built there in Indiana. Um, I said in the second half, and here's the crazy thing. First half coming out. Uh, Pacers on top, you know, they kind of get up big and I, I, I didn't tweet it out, but I said it to myself. I put this on the notes. I said, you know what? I kind of like the Hawks playing from behind. <laughs> I kind of like them playing from behind because when you're playing from behind, you don't got to worry about them giving up a lead. <laughs> but, you know, when you play from behind, sometimes it forces you to play with some more energy. And I thought that's what the Hawks lacked. I thought they lacked a lot of energy against this team. And I said, I said, hey, the Pacers are going to let you back in this game. 
And that's exactly what they did. Like, as soon as I wrote that on my notes, Hawks ended the second half, ended the second quarter, I'm sorry, on an 11-2 run, cut the lead to, like, six going into halftime. And, like, okay, like, yeah, you, 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 okay, you're in good shape, right? You're in good shape going into or coming out of halftime, right? So, DJ was kind of was kind of cooking for them. Um, Sadiq Bay, uh, Double J, those three guys were kind of carrying the load offensively in third quarter. I'm like, okay, if, if Trey can kind of get going, I, I think the Hawks will be fine, right? I think they'll be fine because, you know, like, like I always say, the score that really matters the least is the halftime score, you know, and up until that point. Trey was two of ten. He was zero for four from three. He, you know, he he just wasn't himself. You know, um, he did get dinged. Uh, I figured exactly what happened on the play, and and I was wondering like if that was an issue, right? So here's my thing about that: if it was an issue, you need to sit your butt down. You need to sit your butt down. Like no one, like no one's gonna give you like. <laughs> And I understand you're going to play through it. And I understand, you know, oh, we're going to tape it up and we're going to stay out there. Like, I get that. You know what I mean? I really do. And I'm not saying I'm not coming across like I don't. But, bruh, if you hurting, like, and you you not productive, like, and no diss to TJ McConnell, but TJ McConnell outplaying you. You know what I mean? So, that's that. I'm not going to stand on that too long, but that's just kind of my thoughts on that. So, you know, going into the half, DJ, Double J, and Sadiq were kind of carrying the Hawks because they was the only ones in double figures. And then the Hawks come out in the third quarter and do that thing in the third quarter that they do sometimes. And that score 19 points. 19 points is only bad if you gave up 20. And they gave up 31. 31 points in that third quarter. Again, third quarter coming out of halftime. If we're talking about adjustments, <laughs> we're talking about halftime speeches, whatever the case is when it comes to that halftime. I, I don't know what to tell you, Coach Quinn. Like if it's the speeches, if it's the adjustments, I'd really like to see. And I, and I wonder if I can find this because I'm not really good at finding metrics and stuff on, you know, online. I'd have to find if, if someone can find this for me. I'd be interested to know what the Hawks third quarter scoring looks like on the season. On the season as a whole, because, man, there's been, just been so many games. I'm like, yo, how y'all always get your butt kicked in that third quarter? This is something about that third quarter, man, you know. Um, only one really looked like they came to play in that third quarter was the John T. Murray, 11 points, five of five shooting, you know, and he was still a negative 10 on the plus minus. <laughs> he was still a negative 10 on the plus minus. The Pacers didn't really have anybody that was cooking for real, for real. Um, they just, all their guys were scoring and their bench was playing really well. Like it, like they're, they're. This is a system. Like it, I felt like I was watching a daggone <laughs> movie Hoosiers. <laughs> it was like that that they just ran a system and the Hawks could not stop them. They had no defensive pressure whatsoever. 
None. None whatsoever. You know? And, I mean, sometimes it's just as simple as that. You don't have the luxury to have Trey Young struggle and not play defense. You may get away with one, but you're definitely not going to get away with two. You're just not, man. You're just not going to do it. Not going to do it. Um, here's something. <laughs> here's the thing. And I know a lot of Hawks fans, and I love the fan feedback. I'm about to read some fan feedback in just a moment. But I've seen a couple people on uh, on the timeline talk about, you know, maybe it might be time to trade number 11. Talk about time to trade Trey Young. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. And I get it. Man's had a bad game. He had a bad game, a terrible game. Maybe his worst game of the season. I saw someone said, hey, we need to just go ahead and ship Trey to, to San Antonio, get our picks back. You know, Wimby will have his point guard, and we build off of that. Now, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm not going to say that that's the worst idea. But nah, I just don't think the Hawks are there yet. You know, like I've said before, Trey is going to be here until he does not want to be here. So that is the question that you really got to ask. How long is he going to want to be here? You know, and so if you're talking about, you know, retooling, you got to be very delicate. You got to be very delicate because if you do all this stuff and you retool and and number 11 don't like what he sees, you know, he's going to be on the first thing smoking. You've seen what type of player these guys are nowadays. And that's no shade to today's NBA player. That's just the reality. That's just the reality. So um, while we're talking about the roster, um, one of the reporters, I think it was Allison from uh, Channel 2, Allison um, Estrangelo, asked DeJounte Murray about like the trade rumors and stuff and this, that, and the other. And DeJounte was just like, you know, he gave the typical player response. Like, hey, I'm with the team. I, it would be disrespectful to even really speak on that, this, that, and the other. He kind of sidestepped it. But um, she had to ask the question, right? She had to ask the question. And, you know, that's kind of just – what it was. I, I didn't expect DeJounte to say anything else. <laughs> you know, he, he, it was pretty much par for the course on, uh, you know, what, what it is. But, um, yeah, that's what that is. So, <sighs> tough night at the office tonight, man. Tough night at the office. Let's go read some fan feedback tonight, man. Um, I, I'm not, I didn't even really take notes second half. So, I mean, I, I didn't take notes. It was just a lot of Indiana and not enough of Atlanta. So that's all you need to know in the second half. It was a lot more of what you saw in the first half. They cut it down. And then after that third and fourth quarter, Pacers made sure that they didn't let the Hawks back in it. I think that at one point they cut it to 20. I think they cut it to 20. And uh, I think by that time, uh, Snyder threw in the scrubs. So... Hey, glad if you're looking for a silver lining, AJ got a bucket tonight. 
So, I mean, that is what that is. <laughs> so, this is, been, this is what you've been reduced to, right? Uh, let's go ahead and read some fan feedback, hear what you guys had to say about tonight's game versus Indiana. Let's see. On Twitter, again, if you're on Twitter, make sure you follow us at HawksBeat. Um, at TreyGenda said, I have a theory. We can't win on Hawks players' birthdays. Apparently, that extends to past players, too. <laughs> I don't know what the record is for birthday games and this, that, and the other. I really don't. But I got to stop here and give a shout-out to my guy, Jacques Dominique Wilkins, born this day, January 12th, in Paris, France. Yes, Dominique was born in Paris, France. Ask me how I know because I used to collect cards and I have a lot of sports facts in my head. And that was one thing I've never forgot because Dominique and I share a birthday month. My birthday is on the 22nd. His is on the 12th. So brother Dominique to my uh, former favorite player. Actually, no, not former. You know what I'm saying? He just don't play no more. Dominique was my guy. Growing up, I was a Dominique guy. Was not an MJ guy. So um, the fact that I see him a lot courtside, the fact that my son like has a picture with him and like, you know, he daps me up when we see like it is is kind of still still surreal to me. But happy birthday. One, Mr. Dominique, the nicest guy you will ever meet in Atlanta. I've never seen him turn down an autograph, a picture, a handshake. That is who he is. So I had to stop fan feedback for that. Like we're not finna be, we're not just finna talk about this Hawks and Pacers game all podcast, right? We're gonna we we gonna make you smile a little bit. All right, uh, let's see, let's get back in this thing. Uh, DJ Yogi said, "Man, man, this <laughs> he said, man, this man can't coach them up." Talking about Quinn Snyder, he said they are doing whatever they want, but yet I've been told he is an excellent coach. Haven't seen bad hoops like this since Trey's rookie year. Ooh, look at Lloyd Pierce catching a stray. <laughs> Lloyd Pierce catching a stray. Hey, man, that's what that man feels, and that's what's on his heart. I appreciate you, Yogi. Yogi always check in with me, man, after every game. And no, if if don't anybody check in with me, my guy Yogi go check in with me, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you. John Varner III at Lohawk Q on Twitter said <laughs> he has a, a, a gif of, I forget the dude's name. I, I want to say Neil Brennan or something. And he's just throwing up his arms and it says, I'm just, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Thanks for checking in with me, brother John. But I'm going to tell you something, brother. No, you're not. You're not done, man, because you're going to be back tomorrow night watching the game versus the Washington uh, Wizards. Almost said bullets again, but nah. Uh, but thanks for checking in with me, my guy. Hawks Superfan1 on Twitter said, Trade Trey. I am over it. I've stood for him the whole time. This era is over. Amen. If that's how he feels, that's how he feels. I appreciate you checking us out. I don't necessarily agree. I'm not really on the trade, trade train, 
But uh, if that's if that's what you want to stand on, brother, go ahead and stand on it. That's your opinion. Thank you so much for sharing. And I did put out a poll. So here's the thing. If you're on Twitter or X, swing by my page at Hawksbeat. I have a poll up. I said, what is the problem with the Hawks? And I just had four things out here. I have coaching, leadership, defense, and the fourth spot is, I don't know, everything. <laughs> Currently, after 25 votes, I just put the poll up like 20 minutes ago, and 25 people have voted. 64% of those people have said, I don't know, everything is wrong with the Hawks. <laughs> 24% have said it's defense, 8% have said leadership, and 4% have said coaching. And you know what? I put down those four different things, and I honestly think it's a little bit of all four, and maybe even five. There's probably even some stuff that I haven't even mentioned. Those are just kind of the four things off the top of my head. And that's what I went with. But there's a lot of things going on with this team. I definitely think that uh, chemistry is an issue. I've talked about that before. Um, chemistry on and off the court. Um, I still will contend. I just don't think these guys really rock with each other like that. I think they play with each other, but I don't think they rock with each other. And that shows up. It shows up when you really don't rock with dudes like that. Because when you get into adversity, when you get into adversity and you really need to dig in and you really need to know a guy, you need to know your guy. You know what I mean? And they just they don't have it. Well, they didn't have it tonight. So <sighs> Hawks are one and one on their um, on their little home stand. Next up is a game tomorrow versus the Washington Wizards. Now, that might be just what the what the doctor ordered. The Wizards are currently on a six-game losing streak. They are 1-9 in their last 10. But, you know, that doesn't mean anything when you come to Atlanta. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything when you come to Atlanta. Hawks are, what is the home record? Hawks are 6-10 at home. 6-10. It's not good. Not good for being at home. Not good at all. But we're not going to pontificate on that either. Wizards are 6-31 and 31 on the season. So um, it's clear how they are playing basketball. Um, finish out the home game, the home stand. Hawks have three more home games. Wizards on tomorrow. They play the Spurs on the, on the annual MLK game. On Monday, that should be fun. Big Vic will be in town, and my man Killer Mike be in the building. So excited about that, man! I hope he does the whole album. Uh, yeah, and then it's a rematch versus those Orlando Magic. So um, I said last game, I'm not gonna be like, "Hey, you gotta win this game, you gotta win that game." I said you gotta win them all, win them all, man, win them all. You gotta. Poor Washington team in here, coming in here. You had an Indiana team without Halliburton. I think you kind of slept on that one. You got a Spurs team that is 6-30. You can get these next two, so go get them. Like, go get them, bruh. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, 
Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put a bow in this podcast. We don't talk enough about it. Tonight was a wash. Hawks didn't play no defense. That's all you need to know. They didn't play no perimeter defense. Trey was struggling, and you simply cannot have both of those things happen at the same night, at the same time, at the same court. Cannot happen. Will not win. But ladies and gentlemen, I love y'all. I love y'all. Thank you so much for checking out the Hawksbeat Podcast. Tell a friend or five about the podcast. Thanks for all the retweets, reposts, and like we always say, God is good all time and all time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Free beats.io. Free beats.io.